0: Hi, it's J.P. Mack, and welcome to Liberty ReLearn, not just another conservative blog. Hello again, I am your host, J.P. Mack, and welcome again to the show. Um, if you haven't noticed, there is a, uh, an election... Happening this year, later this year in America. Um, So unless you've been under a rock, you probably know that it's uh, Trump and a couple other Republicans uh, vying for the Republican nomination, and pretty much uh, Biden has it uh, locked up on his on his side. Even though there's only been a handful of. uh, primaries so far, it's pretty clear that the choice on the Republican side is Trump. He's winning over Nikki Haley, his next you know biggest competitor, uh, by wide margin, uh, you know double digits. Um, so it looks like it's going to be Trump, you know, barring something completely unforeseen. And again, on the other side, you have Joe Biden. Joe Biden is not really popular even amongst the Democrats as this story from Justin News will show. Um, So let's get into that news story right now. So this uh, news story uh, again is from Justin News and it says Trump leads Biden in CNN poll, CNN 2024 poll. And it starts out, former President Donald Trump is ahead of President Joe Biden in a potential White House rematch, according to a new CNN poll, while most Biden supporters say that they are voting against Trump rather than for the current president. And so let's just take a look at that for a moment, that small fact there, um, so they're, the Democrats, uh, they're, they don't like Biden. Uh, of course, the Republicans don't like Biden for obvious reasons, but the Democrats don't seem to like Biden either. Um, he's really underwater in all of the um, popularity polls, um, right track, wrong track, poll. Um, any By any measure, he's not doing good people, are not happy with his leadership. Um, And so it's interesting. So I want to take a look into the reasoning of these people who um, these are never Trumpers and people with Trump derangement syndrome, obviously, because they know Biden's doing a poor job. They don't like the job he's doing. But for whatever reason, probably having to do with personality more than policy, I would guess is that they don't want to vote for Trump. You know, he's brash and he's braggadocious and all of this stuff. And, um, you know, he does mean tweets and he commits a lot of unforced errors with his, his messaging. And this is all true. Um, But it seems like there are some people who just cannot separate policy from the personality. And we're going to explore, is that a good thing? So here you have President Trump. And unlike most times, we know, um, well, we have both of the candidates have a record as president. So we know how they're going to govern as president. They both have records, uh, which is unusual, but it's a luxury we have this time. And so we know that uh, Trump is going to govern rather conservatively, uh, most of the time, particularly on social issues. Uh, He's not that much of a fiscal conservative, I mean, he voted for some really large um, aid packages with COVID. And, you know, he he's responsible for signing bills that spent over a trillion dollars. I think it's like over $2 trillion um, in COVID relief aid. A lot of it went to the friends of um, the Democrats because Pelosi was speaker at the House at the time. So she made this bill. She made sure that a lot of that money went to her. Her friends um, and the donor class. Um, so, you know, he's responsible for signing a lot of bills. You know, he didn't exactly hold the line on the budget, but, you know, the best thing they can say to Republicans is they'll bankrupt you slower than the Democrats will. Um, so, but that's been their history. Um, but other than that, um with foreign policy, I don't think there is any comparison uh, between Trump's effectiveness and Biden's effectiveness or lack thereof I mean Trump we had no new wars. Um, he basically finished the war against Isis you know he basically destroyed Isis in his terms and he uh, killed Soleimani and he put, he kept the uh, Iranians in check, and of course um, the Russians did not invade Ukraine as they did with his predecessor in office and with the person who succeeded him, uh, Biden. So the only stint, four-year, only president um, in the last twelve years that hasn't seen an invasion of Ukraine. By the Russians is Donald J. Trump, and that is just a fact. And a lot of people think that Russia never would have invaded Ukraine um, if Trump were still in office. And of course, a lot of people think that the um, Iranians wouldn't be doing the things they're doing now if Trump was in office, also. So even though we did. Um, Uh, strike back at the uh, Yemeni Houthi terrorist um, that killed three of our soldiers in uh, Jordan uh, a few days ago. took them a little while to get that going, to get that strike organized, but they did do it, so I mean, credit where credit is due. Um, But you wonder, what would be in this mess at all if Trump were president? Um So I would say that um, on the foreign policy front, I think it's hands down uh, in favor of Trump. Trump started no new wars. Um, you know the there was no invasion of Ukraine by Russia while he was president. There was one while uh, Obama was president, and there was also one while Biden was president. And also you have all this trouble with China. Um, uh, Trump seemed to have China under control. Of course they were always um, some, you know, somebody to watch but he seemed to have uh, them under control. Um, not so much uh, it seems under Biden. They're increasing their aggressiveness against Taiwan. A lot of people think that China will try invade Taiwan before uh, the next election, uh, or if they know that Biden is re-elected. I think a lot of people, conventional wisdom is that they will uh, invade Taiwan um, if Biden is reelected, And so there's no really comparison, I think. Uh, I think any uh, honest Person, even if they're Democrat, has to see that there's a clear difference in effectiveness between Trump and um, Biden. And then you look at the border. Well, while Trump was in office, the uh, illegals being crossing over was descending. And of course, we had COVID, which just really knocked out, um, you know, a lot of illegal aliens crossing the border but then, as soon as Biden was elected, those numbers just skyrocketed, and so they far far surpass anything that happened while Trump was in office, and that has led to uh, the House voting to impeach um, uh, Secretary Mayorkas over uh, mainly over the border crisis, which they. to as an invasion. So on those fronts, I think there's a clear choice to be had between Trump and Biden. If you like uh, a lot of illegal immigration into this country, well, you just stick with Biden. If you don't like a lot of illegal immigration into this country, um, then you would support Trump. And even the Democrats, like the mayors and the big cities, are starting to catch on to the fact that um, all of this illegal immigration uh, is not great. And so even they know now they believe the solution uh, is to accommodate more illegal aliens inside this country, whereas the Trump doctrine would be just don't let him in in this country in the first place. And of course, many would suggest that is the common sense approach. So also on the border, I think more people would have uh, confidence with Trump. And of course, that reflects Trump is leading in this CNN poll. And then with the economy, the economy is pretty good under Trump until of course COVID hit and then Kind of tanked and then it came back, and of course, it came back, you know, around when Biden, a little after Biden was elected, and of course, it's always going to rebound. But because of all that spending, because of the, the Democrats, and then Biden just kept piling on to the spending that was already there, uh, we have this inflation problem that we've had for the last couple of years. And of course, wages have not caught up. Uh, really much with inflation. So that is still a problem. But you have these people nonetheless because they, I don't know, they don't like um, Trump's personality, the way they handle his mean tweets and stuff like that. They cannot separate the personality from the politics or the uh, policy. Now I think the sensible thing to do is like I don't care what you say what I want to know what you're going to do. You could say all the great things. I mean, Obama had all of this soaring rhetoric about how we were going to be a great country going forward. I and mean, he had this vision, though know, distorted, and it was. He had this vision and he had the soaring rhetoric um, with regards to what he was going to do. Um, but, you know, Biden doesn't have that. So Biden doesn't have that ability to make uh, bad ideas seem good. The bad ideas stay bad in the minds of the voters. But because they're in their minds, you know, the the Biden Democrats, the Biden voters, they don't like Trump, But a lot of that also is they they believe the propaganda that they themselves put out in the left. Uh, legacy media puts out about Trump's going to be a dictator on day one, and he's going to, you know, destroy elections, and he's going to do this and that. Now, he didn't do any of that in four years. I guess he just never got around to making um, a America a fascist country. Uh, but, and he never got around to starting World War Three. Um, but apparently the, uh, people with Trump derangement syndrome, um, believe that, yeah, now, now if he gets four more years, now he's going to do all of these things, which of course is ridiculous. But again, they believe their own lies, their own propaganda, no matter, you know, how ridiculous they sound to sane people. They believe that they have a lot of, I guess, emotional energy invested in believing that Trump is so bad. They don't realize that it's the leaders on the left. Um, They know what's going on. They, They know about the borders, but they don't care because they believe that the West is fundamentally bad. And they want to basically... Not just destroy America, but destroy all of Western civilization, and that is not hyperbole. But we could get like into another um, entire episode on the ways that the left are trying, and in some ways succeeding in destroying Western civilization. So the U.S. is just a big part of that, but you see everywhere else in the world too, in the United Kingdom and. In Europe, they're really um, doing a number on those places, too. But um, so a lot of it is anti-Western uh, civilization. That's just you. You just have to understand that and take that for granted. And if you look for ways they're doing it, you will find them. I promise you. So I could do an entire podcast on just those things alone, and maybe one day I will, but right now we're going to um, stick with the presidential election for later this year. Okay, so getting back to this uh, article that I started a long time ago. Now, um, let's see. says, of the people who voice support for Biden, 32% s- said they would be voting for Biden, while 68% said they would support him as a way to cast their ballots against Trump. And again, this is not an entirely rational thing to do if you're worried about what the person in office is going to to do if they're going to destroy the country or not again but they've got it worked up in their own minds that he's going to be a dictator and uh, and all of that and so the people with Trump derangement syndrome seem to be 32% of the Democrat voters alright it says meanwhile of the Trump supporters 60% said they would be voting for Trump while 40% said they would be voting against Biden. And so that stands in stark contrast to the, it's almost a flip-flop of what the Biden voters are doing. You know, Biden voters don't like what Biden is doing, but they hate Trump more. Uh, Trump voters want to vote for Trump because they want more of the policies that they saw uh, Trump enact in his uh, term as president, I want to say his first term, but that implies a second, and but that could be. Um, so anyway, this so that's a stark contrast. The Trump supporter wants Trump to do what he says he's going to do, and but Biden supporters do not want Biden to govern as he's been governed and to me, that sounds like a nonsensical way of looking at things. But again, uh, these people have all convinced themselves of this whole thing. And of course, January sixth didn't help. But they even there, they they've completely overblown the January sixth you know, insurrection, quote unquote. It was you know they didn't worry about any of the attack. The recent attack on the. Um, White House over the Palestinian issue. They didn't worry about that. They didn't worry about Summer of Love in 2020 where again the White House was attacked and um, uh, federal courthouses were firebombed and attacked. They didn't you know, consider that trying to overthrow the United States government but then people, a couple dozen people really Get out of hand, and a couple hundred other people just get caught up, swept up in it. Um, that's an insurrection. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, the people with uh, TDR, there's just no reasoning with those people. They, you know, talk to them on, online, and they cannot be made to see logic. They're just married to their position. So, but it is interesting. That really, if you look at it, most Americans, and the the poll um, bears this out because he is winning. Um, You know, Trump is beating Biden head-to-head even in the CNN poll. Um, You know, it shows that most people, they don't like what Biden is doing. And... They don't... They liked what Trump was doing, but they don't want to vote for him because of what he says or how he acts. Um, so there you go. Um, let I say it's not completely logical um, what these anti... You know, if you don't like Biden, well, there's no other choice. It's kind of like, um, you know, when... other elections, well, you know, it wasn't that. The other guy, the the Republican, was so good. You know, a lot of people, you know, really didn't think, you know, were a little bit skeptical, let's say, of Trump in 2016 in that election. But they really knew they didn't want uh, Clinton. And so, you know, the only horse to back then was Trump and then, you know, you have to vote for him and hope for the best. And actually, um, in the minds of many, Trump actually over-delivered. You know, um, I think I remember saying at the time, you know, if he just picks the Supreme Court, picks that he's likely to get, um, and he got three in his tenure, um, that made a lot of difference. I would just be happy with just that if just nothing else really changed. And so he did that and he did more, um, you know, his, uh, his treatment of China, you know, with the tariffs, I was a little skeptical of that. Um, probably not the best way to do, handle foreign trade, but it seemed to have worked. So, you know, who am I, you know, to, to question success? Um, and I think that's where a lot of people are at now. I think a lot of people, such as myself, are a little bit skeptical of Trump. And then, you know, we voted for Trump because we just knew that Hillary would be a disaster. You know, we would be, we would so, be so far in the statism right now. And, uh, you know, it would be um, just incredible um, the damage she would have done. You know, much like the damage that Biden is doing right now we suspected that Clinton would have done so we knew we didn't want her, but we weren't that enthusiastic but we knew you know it was a choice between you know bankrupt the country quickly or maybe not bankrupt the country at all or slowly and it turns out that the Republicans are just uh, for bankrupting the country slower it seems. So you have that, that is the dynamic that is present now, Um, and that's what the poll shows. And right now, and I can tell you, uh, I'll have that poll up right here, but most of the polls I've been following, or most of the polls out there, um, have Trump up, and remember, this time in... 2016 was far from over with the primaries, so we didn't even know. But, you know, even as late as November, you know, Trump wasn't ahead in any of the polls that I I can remember. And now he's ahead of a lot of them. And to me that the polls seem to uh, favor the Democrat. Um, And plus, if you have more Democrat registered voters... And still, the Republican can uh, win in these polls. That's looking pretty good. But again, you know, we saw how well the polls predicted 2016. So again, you have to take the polls uh, with a huge grain of salt. And that doesn't mean you can, by any measure, you can stay home in November. Um, you know, basically anybody who doesn't want. It boils down to anybody who doesn't want uh, the totalitarian left to prevail, and for the United States to go under um, the way of Canada has under Trudeau, for example. You know well, they're they're wrestling with their totalitarian. You know they they're not in my view a free country anymore in Canada under Trudeau Um, anyhow we would be right behind uh, countries like Canada losing our freedom and our liberties and so and I know a lot of Canadians are happy with that and um, so Pierre Poulaver I think his name probably pronouncing it wrong Um, but he will probably be the next um, Prime Minister of Canada Hopefully, the Canadian people have had enough. But right now, we're worried about what's happening in the United States. And so, you know, it looks good. You'd rather, like I said, you have to take these polls with a huge grain of salt. Uh, but you know, what? it's better to be ahead of the poll in the polls than be behind. That's the way I look at it. You know, you'd rather have the. Um, you know, you'd rather see your candidate ahead of the polls than not. Um, so, that is um, what is going on. And I think um, that this article um, kind of reflects it in a nutshell. It's basically what's going on in the rest of the country. You know, NBC did a poll or CBS did a poll or Fox. I think you would find roughly similar results that, the Democrats aren't voting for Biden. They don't like Biden, but they just hate Trump more. Um, I think that would be... I think that would carry across pretty much all the polls you see. So, again, for what it's worth, uh, Trump would be... Seems to be defeating Biden um, in this in this uh, matchup. And so... Also, in this article, um, since Nikki Haley is make, kind of making waves, it does mention her. Um, so what does it say about her? It says, uh, Meanwhile, of the Trump supporters, 60% said they would be voting for Trump, while 40% said they would be voting against Biden. Okay, I already said that. Um, in another hypothetical 24 2024 matchup. Biden also came in behind Nikki Haley, who is significantly behind Trump in primary polls, but it remains the only other candidate um, in the GOP primary. So all the rest, uh, um and, and everybody else has dropped out now. It's just Trump and Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley is not going to win the nomination. Very unlikely. Um, on their current trajectory, it's, it's not going to happen. But um, I guess her donors have some reason for backing her. I don't know what it is. I guess she's like the, like uh, someone said, the heir and spare, and she's the spare. You know, just in case Trump gets knocked out, Haley wants to be in a in a good position to take the nomination. And they don't like her. Um, um, you know, they don't like Biden against her either. Um, which is funny. so it really they really don't like Biden. Um, but you know, but then Nikki Haley has has problems with her base too. Um, you know, the idea of doxing the voters on, the people on social media, you know, you have to use your real name with your social media account. Just kind of walk that back, but as those ideas, simplistic uh, solutions to complex problems. Um, yeah, people see through that and, you know, you have to do a lot of convincing if you, particularly if you're a Trump supporter or even just run a mill Republican, you have to do a lot of convincing for me to, you know, uh, do something like dox yourself on social media. It's like, thank you, but no thank you. But even then, um, she's ahead of the poll. So let's see. Um, However, Haley's support seems to come more out of a dislike of Biden, rather than a love of her. As I mentioned, people don't really love, she's problematic, but they, it's kind of like the Hillary Clinton Dynamic in 2016, they don't know about her. Well, you know, like in Trump's case back then, but they really don't like the Democrat, and so that's more of a repeat of the 2016 dynamic. Is they're voting more against the Democrat because they really don't like what they see there. And of Haley's supporters, 37% said they would be casting a vote for Haley, while 63% said. They would be voting against Biden. And again, this points to, uh, I would say, a little bit of Trump derangement syndrome or never trumper syndrome or whatever you want to call it. But, um, and for, for the record, I think that Nikki Haley would be a president. I mean, if it was her against um, Biden or any Democrat, any generic Democrat, um, um, I would vote for her. And i vote for her with the same kind of reluctance. I voted for Trump in 2016. Um, Haley is a bit of more of a war hawk, which is not really popular in the uh, Republican Party right now. It was a bit more popular in decades past. Um, but right now, uh being a war hawk is not um not really popular amongst republican voters at the moment. Um in comparison, 63% of Biden supporters said they would be casting their vote for the current president while 37% said they would be voting against Haley. And so it's um Haley's only thing is that people hate her less than Trump and maybe that would give her an edge against Biden. So that is her rationale for running. So even though any Republican would be better than any generic Democrat in my view um I don't know that uh her visions of America and mine, you know, a lot of Trump supporters, are aligned. Um, you know, she did a pretty good job as um, you know, as the uh, UN ambassador. Can't really complain. She stood up against you know Russia and China and all that and Iran and all those folks. So she did what she needed to do. Yeah, no, no real complaints about what she did as ambassador, but um, you know, not really thrilled about what I've heard from her so far. Again, the the main thing for me, and I think a lot of people, is that really brought her down. I think Um, because I think um, Republicans were at least willing to give her a listen to and a chance. And as soon as I would say she made that blunder, um, where she you know, people have to use their real attach their real names to their social media identity, um, people just said no, you know, we're you know, there's a there's a reason for for that, um the anonymity. Um, and uh, you know, she had trouble explaining the cause of the Civil War, cause of the Civil War, if you don't know, if you've ever read a history book, uh, it was slavery. Um, you know, it was slavery, it also had to do with states' rights versus federal rights, you know, federalism, but the reason that the states' rights were important to the South was because of slavery. slavery. Uh, everything always came back to slavery. It's an easy answer, and, you know, I don't know why a former governor of South Carolina did not know that. Um, I guess she probably suspected it was like a trap question. And so she was being a little bit too clever by half with her answer, I think, was the real problem when she couldn't really pinpoint slavery as the cause of the American Civil War. So there you go. Um, another article from Just the News and again it has CNN even saying that Trump would beat Biden at least according to this poll and Nikki Haley would also beat Biden so there you go there you have it with that and so there you go um, so that gives us something, I think, to think about. You know, why are you voting for the, the president? Um, why are you voting for the person that you're voting for? Is it because you don't like the person that is running against that person? Or because you do like the person, you know, is it for a positive reason or is it for a negative reason? Are you afraid of what's going to happen if the other person wins or... Are you looking forward to your person doing the things that you're liking? It seems to me, well, you know, depending on, of course, who is running, uh, I think that has something to do and to determine what makes more sense. Now, in the case of Trump versus Hillary in 2016, um, you know, I think it was rational to say, well, I don't know about Trump, but I really don't like Hillary, so I'm going to make sure that we forestall the worst case and hope that Trump works out. And, of course, he did in many respects. And But now we know how both of these um, candidates, we have the rare um, privilege or rare luxury of knowing how both of these people will govern as president, We saw what Trump did with regards to foreign policy. I think there's, hands down, you know, you just look at what happened—the debacle in Afghanistan um, under Biden—and I think there's really no comparison there. So, again, you know, foreign policy—I think Trump is clearly ahead. Uh, Fiscal policy. Again, the the Republicans seem to have a bankrupt America, slow versus quickly, on the side of the Democrats, and that's what they seem to be about. I'd rather go, you know, bankrupts more slow, more slowly. Um, You know, we, we can take our time getting to bankruptcy, and so that's where the Republicans are, and Trump. know was not a fiscal conservative really by any means but um, you know he was more conservative than obviously his successor you know successor never met a trillion dollar spending bill that he didn't want to sign or support so you have that and then on the border of course Trump, you know, border crossings were down under Trump. Um, Of course, aid plummeted because of COVID in the last year. Well, in 2022. And 2023. um, Well, in 2022. So, you know, well, in 2022, they skyrocketed, actually. So I got that a little backwards. But, yeah, in 2020, they plummeted because of COVID. So, you know, let's, to be, if we're being honest, you know, it would have plummeted probably with anybody in the White House. But the thing is, as soon as Biden was elected, as soon as he was sworn in, he got rid of Trump's all of, you know, stay in Mexico program and all that. And the illegal immigration just went through the roof. There's just no denying that it has skyrocketed now. And, and just briefly, I'm going to talk about, you know, there's the bill, the spending bill that gives money to Ukraine, to Israel, and puts some money um, to border security and immigration. Uh, remember, border security and immigration are two different things. They're related but distinctly different things. The Democrats always want to talk about immigration reform. Republicans want to talk about border security. It's like, what good is immigration reform if you can't control who's coming in? So logically, and I think conservatives understand this. Logically, if you know, you have to take care of the border crossings first, and then you worry about your uh, who gets to stay in once they're in. But when the, the Democrats speak of Trump. Destroying the system, and you know, they came in with a destroyed system. What they're talking about, because they're being a little bit dishonest, is they're talking about the, the combination of illegal aliens in this country. They're not talking about uh, Trump, you know, illegal border crossings, which have skyrocketed under uh, Biden. They're talking about uh, accommodating. So, when they say they want to fix. The system, they're talking about just accommodating the people who've gotten in here already illegally. That's what they're talking about. So understand that distinction. Um, but yeah, if, if you believe that uh, illegal immigration should be kept to a minimum, it should be zero, but you know if the goal is just to minimize it, then you're going to vote Republican. Um, if you think uh, illegal immigrants are going to come in and they're going to replace all the Democrat voters that the Democrat party has been losing over the last few election cycles, um, then you know, you're fine with the illegal immigrants coming in. So there's that. And then, of course, um, you know, we have deficit has exploded under uh, Biden. he doesn't really seem too interested in bringing it down because you know particularly when there's a Democrat Congress, they're just going to give money to their friends and there's you know there was just no spending discipline whatsoever when the Democrats had Congress and the White House. So at least we have Congress now. Um, so that is it. Um, it's interesting again when you're voting this fall are you voting against Biden which makes perfect sense to be honest or are you voting for Trump do you think you want to see more of what Trump was doing in his term as president so that is the difference and we will see I don't know why any rational person who doesn't like what Biden is doing is just going to uh, vote for him anyhow, just despite Trump. You know, it's cutting off your nose despite your face. That's all those Democrats, uh, Biden supporters are doing. But anyhow, Biden probably won't be there at the end. He'll probably be replaced by Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or somebody like that late in the game at the convention. Or he'll have to bow out to "quote unquote" medical reasons or something like that. So we don't even know for sure that Biden's going to be there to, you know, receive the votes for president in November. But that remains to be seen. Uh, you know, Biden is not going to go out on his own because he's too proud and arrogant to do it. He thinks he's the best thing since FDR so and so that's it, so why do you want to vote, are you going to vote against um, Biden or are you voting for Trump or is it a little bit of both Um, certainly a lot of people I think this time around are going to be both, they're going to be voting both against Biden and for Trump, Nikki Haley not so much, Nikki Haley is going to be, they're going to vote against Biden, not so much for Nikki Haley and so that's the way it is on this day uh, February 4th 2024 and so now I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening to the Liberty Relearn podcast hopefully you are following a long on getter at LR Podcast at LR Podcast on Getter and following us Libby Relearned on Facebook and LibbyRelearned.com online and please like and subscribe of course and tell a friend if you like this video or audio. Uh, so until next time stay healthy happy and free.